Merry Bowl season and welcome back to the Lions College Football Podcast. I'm Brett Gibbons with thelines.com breaking down three bowl games on December 29th and January the 1st. Before we get into it all, don't forget to follow the Lions on Twitter at thelinesus and I'm at Road to CFB. Check back in with our other show where I have Kelly Ford on. We're breaking down the college football playoff, New Year's Six, and of course the national championship game that is on tap here. And be sure to check out our other uh, full lineup of shows, including Beat the Closing Number with Eli Hershkovich and Mo Nuara and the Lions Megapod featuring Steven Andres and Matt Brown. I'm going to start here with the Arizona Bowl, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl between Toledo and Wyoming. The Cowboys are three and a half point favorites in the game, carries an over under of 44 and a half points. This one kicks off Saturday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on the CW this one comes from Arizona Stadium in Tucson, making it one of 13 uh, bowl games to be pr- played in a primary FBS stadium. Now, Toledo is down uh, a lot. Uh, a couple of their top players, of course, quarterback Daquan Finn, Mac Offensive Player of the Year, Penny Boone at running back, and their best offensive linemen all hit the transfer portal. I'm not sure if star corner Quinion Mitchell plays he is bound for the NFL, but he hasn't said anything about not playing so far. And for the life of me, I can't find an update on that. So if you have the update, let me know. Uh, but I don't. I I, I kind of don't think he plays. Tucker Gleason gets the start at quarterback. He did play a bit last year. Has 12 career passing touchdowns and three interceptions. He's plenty experienced. He's a plug and play. He's not Daquan Finn, but I think he's one of the more serviceable uh, quarterbacks to be able to step in for their starter here. Wyoming on the other side, their head coach, Craig Bowley, is going to retire after this game. Defensive coordinator Jay Sawvell uh, was named his replacement. So they're keeping it in-house. I get why uh, Wyoming's been a nails program lately. That I believe Bowles' retirement is going to be a big-time motivator for Wyoming. He's been there since 2014. This isn't some guy that had a layover here. He's been in Laramie for quite a while, uh, cultivated a, a nice winning program, and now he's on his way out. Wyoming did open at plus one. But all those opt-outs moved the line quite a bit, of course. Now the other coach, uh, Jason Candle. He has been atrocious in bowl games in his time at Toledo. He's 2-4 and four outright. Failed to cover last year against a really, really shorthanded Liberty team. Almost lost that game, too. He's lost big time, badly, as big time favorites on a couple of occasions as well. Craig Ball on the other side. Brings his teams ready to play in the postseason regularly. They're one of the more dependable bowl teams as of late. Uh, I know there's a lot. Uh, there was a lot of good numbers to be had. You know, you had Wyoming on the other side of three, even the other side of zero. But I'd probably still lean the minus three and a half at this stage. Uh, I know there are better numbers out there. I have one of the better numbers. If you do, that's also a great bet. But if you're looking for a last minute thing, I'd probably still lay the three and a half, even though I don't don't love laying it on this side of a, a key number. Uh, if you're looking at totals, this this one has a low total. Totals under 50 points this bowl season are 7-4-1 of the over, with one of those unders, App State Miami, being just a complete washout. And this is going to be a weather-behaved uh, game. It's not going to be some sort of washout or anything in the desert there. Uh, so if you are looking at those kind of deals, these uh, lower-scoring bowls tend to score more than their point total. Both teams season-long have good defensive numbers. They run a slower pace, and they're, of course, missing some offensive keys here, but they've also allowed points in games. You look at Toledo gave up 31 to Bowling Green, uh, so I do believe that I lean over 44.5 points here, and I'd probably still take Wyoming minus 3.5. Moving on to the ReliaQuest Bowl between Wisconsin and number 13 LSU. The Tigers are 10-point favorites, and this game carries an over-under of now 56 points. 
kicks off Monday, New Year's Day, at noon Eastern on ESPN2 from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Uh, Heisman winner Jaden Daniels, he is not playing this game, of course. He's on to the NFL. He's done all he needs to do for LSU, and now he's going to be an NFL quarterback. The line dropped in reaction from that, from LSU minus 11.5 at open to minus 7, and now we're seeing it rebound quite a bit in favor of LSU. Brian Kelly said that both their wide receivers are star wide receivers. Brian Thomas, Malik Neighbors, they should play in the game, although Neighbors has been absent for at least a practice during the bowl swing. Uh, I would keep an eye on him. He may be a late opt-out, if at all. But again, Brian Kelly said he expects both of them to play. Uh, Makai Wingdo, the star defensive tackle, uh, he's reportedly going to return for this game. He hasn't played since week eight with injury, but uh, enough time off. He may be healthy enough to go here. Wisconsin, oh boy, uh, their running back room is pretty much empty. Uh, star running back Braylon Allen, he opted out. Chesma Lucy is out for the season, but he will return next year, but he's not playing in this game. Jackson Acker, he played in week 13, or I'm sorry, he missed week 13, but he is listed on the depth chart. He's been banged up late in the year, uh, so he's got plenty of time to recover, but if he's not playing 100%, Wisconsin has zero running backs in the room that are 100%. Uh, both their starting wide receivers hit the transfer portal. Third wide receiver Bryson Green was hurt at the end of the season. This team also lost all their tight ends throughout the year. Before the year even kicked off, I think they were without most of them uh, to start the year. So in short... We're going to be seeing uh, some new faces at the skill positions for Wisconsin. Garrett Nussmeyer is going to start at quarterback for the Tigers. And I, I have, he's perfectly capable, but I think he's more than perfectly capable. He's a very good quarterback. He's probably one of the top handful of best backup quarterbacks in the entire country. Could probably start at 95 different programs. Um, but offensive coordinator Mike Denbrock, he's off to Notre Dame to take that offensive coordinator position. Brian Kelly. He's nails when it comes to bowl games. Uh, he's 8-1 and one in non-New Year's Six bowl games, which is a Reliquist Bowl. Of course, is not a New Year's Six uh, in his career, and he really emphasizes 10-win seasons. He's won at least 10 games in each of the last six seasons. He's talked about it publicly, how much winning 10 games means to him and his teams. Last year, LSU... Uh, they hung 63 on Purdue, and of course they don't have Daniels and Denbrock this year, but I think this has the potential to just be another ugly game. Uh, if we're looking at LSU's biggest weakness, of course, it's uh, just a putrid defense, but Wisconsin is such a mess right now and missing so many offensive pieces. And from the start, they weren't even an offensive juggernaut. Uh, I'm not sure that they can that they can keep up with this LSU offense. Uh, even though I already have an LSU minus 7 ticket, if you bought it at the low watermark, that's, that's great. I, I'm inclined to take another dip at minus 10. Uh, this, to me just spells LSU blowout uh, from, from the get-go. The final bowl game we have on tap, the final bowl game we have for the whole year, uh, besides the national championship game, is the Citrus Bowl. We have number 17, Iowa, versus number 21, Tennessee. Tennessee is a 6.5-point favorite in this game, and it carries an over-under of 35.5 points, which that's really low, but uh, for Iowa, it's higher than it's been. So this game kicks off Monday, New Year's Day at 1 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Comes to you from Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Tennessee is without starting quarterback Joe Milton, who opted out of this game. Freshman uh, Nico Iamileva will be the starter for this game. He's a five-star recruit. Of course, plenty talented, plenty capable. This team is very, very excited about him, and we're going to see what he's got pretty quickly here uh, in this game. The Vols are also without their top two running backs, uh, without, honestly, nine starters. If you if you took the, the temperature gauge from midseason, like week six, week seven, nine of those starters will not be playing this game. The wide receiver room is particularly cleaned out with injury. Brew McCoy, Dante Thornton, they're not going to play in this. They suffered season-ending injuries. 
Uh, in my opinion, this is really throwing Nico to the fire. Uh, you go against this Iowa defense, short-handed, and um, yeah, he's he's going to learn about FPS football very quickly. Iowa's down uh, their star Cooper DeGene. Of course, he suffered a season-ending injury earlier this year. I believe he's off to the NFL. Also, both their top tight ends from middle of the year uh, they're out. James Lachey, Eric All, they're done. Um, but otherwise, there's buy-in from this team. There's not many opt-outs. There's not many transfers. This is a team that's really bought into the program. I believe that this is a game Iowa can and will win outright, to be frank here. Uh, you're throwing a freshman quarterback with limited weapons against this defense. It's a heck of an ass, guys. Uh, Iowa still won 10 games, even without an offense. And, of course, this is the final hurrah for Brian Ferentz. It was a, uh, it was at least fun. Fun for us. Maybe not fun for Iowa fans, but it was fun for us who love the game and, and loved watching Iowa continually win in spite of uh, f- not fielding an offense. But if you look at performances against Tennessee, uh, or for Tennessee, against top 30 defenses, Iowa, of course, number two in the country, uh, 16.7 points per game. Now, that was just a three-game sample size, so let's expand that out to the top 65. It's about top half of uh, the FBS, 20.4 points per game in five-game sample size. Now, where do they get their top 30 scoring offense, top 40 scoring offense? Well, against bottom 30 scoring defenses, uh, they average 43 points per game in a hapless, uh, against hapless Virginia, UConn, uh, you know, f- those kind of games. It's, they, they really bolstered their numbers. When they played really stout defenses, this offense wasn't scoring. And keep in mind, these numbers were when the team was at full strength. This team is not at full strength. Kirk Ferentz, he's won four of Iowa's last five bowl games. The only reason I'm not taking the under in this total is the threat of defensive and special teams touchdowns from both sides. Not, not just Iowa, but Tennessee. If, if Iowa, you know, Iowa's and, and they give up a fumble return for a touchdown. Uh, if you want to bet the total, go ahead and bet the under. I'm not just because of the explosivity on defense and special teams. But I, I'm taking Iowa outright. I, I'm taking them on the money line. I believe that they win this game. Well, that's it. That is our bowl preview for all 42 bowl games. Stay tuned for the national championship preview. I'll be back here with Kelly Ford breaking that down just after we find out who is playing in it. But hop on over to our Discord server where you can connect with over 4,000 sports betting fans and get live updates in our college football channel. There you can join a sharp and very active community. Even throughout the offseason, we'll be talking about stuff in there. But don't forget to subscribe to the Lions YouTube for college football odds and betting videos. That promised national championship game. Go check out our New Year's Six, our college football playoff. We'll be here throughout the offseason kind of breaking things down. But be sure to check out all of our other shows. we got a very, very sharp. I, I love the people I work with. They're very sharp, very, very intelligent people. Go check out NBA. NFL playoffs, we're talking MLB, everything you could possibly, uh, college basketball, of course, Eli Herskovich on college basketball, check those out and leave us good reviews if you like this show and the other shows. But thank you so much as always for watching. I'm Brett Gibbons. I'll see you next time.